listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast, and I'm your host, Jess Connolly. On each episode, I'll have a guest who will give us a peek into what it looks like for her to run on mission in her everyday life. Our prayer is that it leaves you encouraged and spurred on to go and tell the good news right where you're at. You are listening to a three-part series of the Go and Tell Gals podcast. That is my Christmas gift to you. It is three gifts we can unwrap to experience more of God in this season. The first episode is on humility. The second episode is on gratitude. And the third episode is on dependency. I pray wherever you're at in listening to it, wherever you're at in life, that you perceive God's love and kindness towards you. I pray you see abundance all around you, and I really pray that we're able to unwrap these gifts together and feel the residual effects that they have on our life. I pray we're able to walk into 2019 confident of who he is, what he's done for us, and who he's made us to be. We are so thankful for these last few months of kicking off the Go and Tell Gals podcast, and we are so thankful for you as a listener and a friend and a member of this tribe really seeking to take God at his word about who he's made us to be and what he's put us here for. And so pray for us. We're moving forward into 2019 with vision, excitement, joy. We're excited to bring more teaching, more biblical encouragement, more interviews from women who are obediently following God in their everyday lives. If you haven't already, subscribe. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all the things. We would love to be able to share more moments with you, share more words of encouragement, and hear from you. So leave a review. If you have time, pop on our Instagram. We'd love to hear from you and get to know you, and we are so thankful for you. Praying for you right where you're at and excited for what God has for all of us in the future. Our second episode of the gifts we can unwrap that have a residual effect on how we see God and how we see the world. Today I want to talk about unwrapping gratitude and how it eventually leads to more joy in our life. So November really is when we typically think about thankfulness and gratefulness and gratitude, but I'd say, come on, let's bring it straight on into December and January and the rest of the year. Here's the thing. Gratefulness is not some weak, passive, spiritual practice. I think a lot of us think of it as flowery or sweet or kind or gentle, but in its truest form, thankfulness is worshipful warfare against the idea that we don't have what we need. Thankfulness is this really bold and strong way to stand up against the enemy of our souls and say, God is good and he does good for me. Thankfulness, gratefulness, whatever you want to call it, I believe that when we really put our feet down and look at where we're at and look at where we've been and we look at where we're going and we participate in the spiritual act of giving God praise thanks and glory for what he's done in our life, the residual impact will be extreme joy in our life. Here's what Ephesians 2 says. 
But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It's by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. If you're not sure where to start with being grateful or thankful, if you are shifting your feet and looking down at your hands and saying, what, what do I have? I would say... If you are in Christ, you can be so grateful for the work of salvation in your life. At just the right time, when you would have never chosen him, when you could not earn your way to him, when you were far from God, an enemy of God, he chose you. And he sent Jesus. This is the story of Christmas. God sent Jesus to make a way for us to be our hero. He sent Jesus to live the perfect life, to die on our behalf, to unite us with God. He sent the Holy Spirit, God with us, to be our comforter, our healer, our helper, our communicator, our friend. If you're not sure what to be thankful for, if you didn't get a new car this year or the job you were hoping for or the engagement, I want to encourage you to remember that the miracle of you being reconciled to God and being brought into his family is so much more powerful and so much more to be thankful for than any physical or earthly gift you could have wanted. Psalm 16.6 says the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Here's the thing. You are the only one who can choose to be exceedingly grateful for where God has brought you, where you currently are, and you're the only one who can be exceedingly grateful for where he's going to take you. Women often tell me, I feel stuck. I feel stuck. I feel stuck. I'm not sure where to go next. I don't know how I got here. I feel stuck. And I love to tell them back, if you feel stuck, there are four places you can go. You can go backwards. You can look back at what God has done for you in the past, where he's brought you, gifts he's given you, ways he's healed you. You can be a student of his faithfulness in your life alone. And going backwards, looking at the past for the hand of God will often get you unstuck in ways you cannot even imagine. You can go down. You can repent. You can get on your knees and say, I'm sorry that I don't believe that you're good for me. I'm sorry I don't believe that this is a good place. I'm sorry about anything I've done to feel stuck. You can always repent. Acts 3.19 says that repentance brings refreshment. And sometimes so many of us just need to look at God and say like, I'm sorry. Listen, my bad. Repentance brings refreshment. If you feel stuck, you can look down and just say like, I'm sorry I was grumbling. You can go forward. You can thank God for what is going to come, even if you don't know what the details are. You can thank God for the good plan that he is working in your life, even if you don't know what that particular fruit will look like. 
and you can go up. You can praise God right where you're at. You can praise him for the sky. You can praise him for flowers. You can praise him for the season. You can praise him for every good and perfect gift that he's brought you. You can praise him for oxygen. You can do all of these things. You are never stuck. But the key thing that unites all of those directions is gratitude and seeing God as the giver of good things. The boundary lines have fallen for us in pleasant places. May we never feel stuck. May we never stop searching to see how he is working on our behalf. Here's what Romans 5 says. Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. If you want to massively change your world, If you want to change the space around you, your heart, the temperature of your home and your relationships, if you want to impact others, one of the best ways to do it is to praise God in the middle of the circumstances that do not feel good. When we become grateful and thankful in the middle of our hardships, We rob the enemy of our souls of the power that he has in our life. This is an incredible place to start. Joy says, I cannot wait to see how this works out. I will not wait until it's over to thank God. I will thank him right now, believing that he is good, that he does good, that he doesn't like when things hurt me, but he will let them bring purpose and power and his presence into my life. If we want to experience joy, man, let's don't wish the hard stuff away. Let's thank God in the middle of it. Let's get our hopes up. Not that he'll bring relief in the exact right way that we want, but let's get our hopes up that he will bring relief forever. Let's get our hopes up that he will be in our midst no matter our circumstance. Let's get our hopes up that he's going to grow our perseverance, our character in the middle of these light and momentary sufferings. I believe that this incredible gift we get to unwrap in this season and for the rest of the year is gratitude. And the payout for us is joy. If you are lacking joy in this season, I just want to say he sees you, he loves you, and he wants joy for you. He is not holding out on you. And it may be that in the middle of the painful circumstances you're walking through, you have everything you need to experience his fullness, his abundance, and most of all, his joy. 